Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back, everyone. This is day two of our 12-month repeat and referral real estate lead cash flow machine. I think we got all the best keywords in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're not listening to part one, it's obviously yesterday's show, same title, and it's uh, you know sitting there waiting for you to listen. And it's available, obviously, on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. I don't know. It's like 30 different places where our podcast is featured. So please go and listen to yesterday's show. But today is part two. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going through notes, as we always do. And these notes are available to you as well. Scroll down. The notes are waiting for you below. Well, what do I mean by below? Well, a lot of you don't know this. But if you're on iTunes, just open up the show description. And there is where you'll discover all of our notes for today's show. Same uh, is true for Spotify. Same is true for Google, whatever it's called. Um, Same is true for uh, iTunes. Same is true for YouTube. All of our show notes from every single show we do every single day, every single workday are always there waiting for you. We put those notes in there so that you, a lot of you, will listen to our podcast while you're running, while you're walking, uh, you know, your dog, while you're driving to work or whatever, and you will hear something and you'll want to write it down, but we don't want you to, you know, essentially stop running in the treadmill to write something down. So we've given you all of our notes. They're there waiting for you. So again, scroll down, they're there. And while you are scrolling down, reading the notes, following along, please do remember you can join Premier Coaching. And Premier Coaching is free. Premier Coaching is our comprehensive A to A real estate success system. It's proven to work in all market conditions and all price ranges. And it is something that every single one of you want to embrace. And we've made it so that every one of you can easily and effortlessly say, heck yes, I'm going to join Premier Coaching because you can join Premier Coaching for free. This, from what we understand, is the nation's number one um, selling coaching program. We've had over 2,000 agents join in the last 12 months. So, you know, obviously we're doing more right than wrong with Premier Coaching. And I think the one thing that all of you will agree is the best part of it is you can take Premier Coaching on a test drive. And it costs you nothing. Join Premier Coaching now for free. And that does include a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our Harris Certified Coaches. The link is below. Just click to click to join. Or of course, you can go to premiercoaching.com, premiercoaching.com. But the easy button truly is just to join using the link below. All right, Julie, let's get right to point number one for day two. That's right. So we're talking about your communication plan. What will your system be? This is not complicated. They are seven simple points, but you do want to do all seven. Starting with, of course, number one, call your database regularly. Your ideal daily schedule, which was created by you when you follow the real estate treasure map, calls for a daily number of contacts to your database. Five per day is easily accomplished, so you can start there and do more if you can. Point number two, make it a daily standard. Take the total number of people in your database and divide it by 20. This tells you how many you should call per day in order to make contact with everyone every month. 20 is the number of business days in each 30-day period. Now, if that number is too big, then divide it by 40 or 60 so you can contact everyone in 60 or 90 days. Now, Premier Coaching members, you do have our 12-month, uh, you know, Centers of Influence past client 
lead generation plan as part of Premier Coaching. And we do tell you what to say. We do tell you what to do every time you make a contact. So you don't have, we're not just saying, here's a big list that you've created, now start calling them. We're going to tell you what to say, what to do. And a lot of it's seasonal and whatnot. And primarily what we're going to have you do is, you know, make calls, actually have conversations with people, maybe face-to-face. What the game is, is that you should hold yourself accountable to having at least five conversations with decision-making adults every single day doesn't overtly need to be about real estate. That's the reason centers of influence and past clients, frankly, are one of the easiest sources of business to get uh, business from. You can just be talk, be you talking about you talking about whatever you normally would talk about with that person, and then you need to seed the conversation, reminding them ever so. I think uh, cla- subtly, with, subtly. Thank you that you're in real estate and that you're here to be of service to other people. And one of the, you know, one of our trademark lines is, by the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling real estate in this market that I should be helping? Those types of scripts are all available for Premier Coaching members, so make sure you do not delay. That's right. So point number three, you can use KV Core plus making it rain that goes hand in hand with KV Core if you have it, or Happy Grasshopper or Contactually to regularly email your database. None of these are expensive, and when you're with EXP, you get KV Core for free. We said before on yesterday's podcast, electronic communication is unreliable and should never be your only spoke. So remember, this is in addition to calling, not instead of calling. And one thing I wanted to add to your previous point, Tim, when we're talking about five contacts per day, we are talking about actual conversations. You might have to dial 20 times on some days to have five actual conversations, and then Maybe the next day you hit the jackpot and everybody answers the phone. So don't let that frustrate you. Your goal is to have five real conversations. So here's a way, take the lazy test. Let's just call this a lazy test. We're asking you to call your centers of influence and past clients. How many of you immediately hit the easy button and started to think of ways to rationalize not actually making the call, thinking that somehow miraculously mm-hmm. you're smarter than you know what you know these time-tested uh, methods have proven out to be true? You go to, well, I'm going to create one happy grasshopper, uh, one little video. I'm going to send it to all my whole list. And I'm going to be very energetic and enthusiastic, and I'm going to say something that's going to be of value. There's going to be a great call to action, the whole thing. Now, that is better than doing nothing for sure. But if you did that, in addition to making the phone call, think how powerful that's going to be. For example, if you did a little video that's offering a CMA. So I've been getting a lot of calls, emails, communications from people I know, love, and trust, and they're all worried about what's going on with their home's value. So what I'm going to be doing is every single month, I'm going to be providing everyone who's interested a quick update on their home's value so they don't have to worry. You could do a video like that, and then you follow up with a phone call right there you've closed the loop. You've elevated yourself beyond everybody else who also, you know, all, all everyone else being other agents who are also marketing to those people because those people are also in their center of influence and past client list as well. Do you see, listeners, why the phone call is the unfair advantage that all of you guys should be leaning into or obviously face-to-face, human-to-human contact? And you can also enhance this with writing, say, for example, five cards every day. Doing something that's going to show overt appreciation and make direct contact. Again, easy button people, I know what you're thinking. Ha, 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 Tim, I've got that one hacked. 
because I know a way I can have an auto pin write my cards for me and I can have the auto pin write, you know, a hundred. Look how much you're paying for the auto pin to do what you're doing, what you should be yeah, doing. Yeah, and that's real personal, isn't it? Having a computer do it for you. Well, we, that's not, Julie, some of them are really amazing. I know. I know. We got solicited from a company who wanted to be a sponsor of our podcast for a month and they wanted to pay us quite a bit of money. And because they were looking for agents that were looking for the easy button and to which we said, no, thank you. We don't want to market your company. But the gist of it was kind of brilliant. It was a technology that took a Montblanc pen and wrote it on really nice like crane stationery and wrote as is. And it even emulated your writing style. And, That's you know, pretty crafty. And it looked like something you hand wrote and the whole thing. And the, it came in a nice it, – it wasn't even – it was like a proper – invitation size envelope the whole thing was done exactly like we want you guys to manually do it but here's the problem it was hideously expensive of course each of these cards worked out to be like i think for the like base version that didn't use your own your, your handwriting it was like two dollars and fifty cents or three dollars a card yeah and the more expensive one was like five dollars a card wow that is insane that is insane it is but they have to make a profit too right <laughs> sure do well, it yourself to. dear listener don't you, you can get really nice quality stationery and you know <laughs> do this yourself you can buy all that stuff on amazon don't just do like standard issue uh, your broker stationery. Make it you know nicer than that. To your point about this company using quality stuff, but you don't have to spend five dollars a card. Well, look, you don't even have to really send them cards at all. You can just make the phone call. Again, the sending card is not proactively generation. The sending the card is you not wanting to put yourself in a position where you have to have a conversation with the decision making adult. You know, that's the it, anything it's the icing on the cake and the cake should be the call. Right. That's what we always say. That's the repetitive message you're hearing from Julie and I. Proactive lead generation enhanced by passive lead generation. In other words, prospecting direct conversations enhanced with marketing and advertising. So that is how you're supposed to do it. And when you get really good at the proactive lead generation, chances are you won't even want to do the other stuff. Go you, because that means you're going to have ridiculously high profit margins. That's why point number one was call. Okay. Now, <laughs> point number four, you can spend spe send specific videos to your dat with your uh, to your database via email. This can range from market report videos to just listed, just sold, or wanted, where you're prospecting for your buyers where you can't find inventory. Um, you can look, you can use the wanted your home for my motivated buyers. This list is endless and we have done many podcasts for you on this topic about what you should be uh, recording for your videos. But again, this is in the category of in addition to, not instead of. And these examples are all part of Premier Coaching. You can join Premier Coaching for free. This is uh, obviously this podcast is real estate training. This is not real estate coaching because we're just overviewing ideas. And if you want the real drill down next level content, join Premier Coaching and it's free. Okay, point number five, use Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and other social media as a supplement, not as a spoke. You use those things to give yourself more talking points when you make the calls. For example. Uh, well, so for example, maybe somebody's kid just graduated from high school. You want to congratulate them. That's a great reason to call. Maybe they got a promotion. Maybe they found out they're moving. Maybe, you know, whatever they're posting. That's the point of social media is to enhance your real world communication. Now, there are CR some CRMs that are, that very, uh, that are elegant in that they'll obviously be a place for you to organize your information, but they'll also then go into, you have Bob and Jane Smith, they'll also go into the different social media platforms and pull out all their latest postings. Yeah. So you can just basically go to one place 
and I get the, you know, that's efficient. And when you're calling the people, again, to Julie's point, you know that they just got back from a vacation. You know that they just finally finished that big deck project. Well, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm a longtime coaching client, Christopher Leon in Chicago. If you have Chicago referrals, send them to Chris. I know that he's on Duolingo all the time because he's getting better and better at Spanish. We are friends on Duolingo, connected via Facebook because that's a widget in Duolingo, and we celebrate each other's victories when we get to a next level. So that makes my connection to Chris stronger using this. That's not the only thing. That's just makes a better connection. It's a connection thing, guys. But the thing that nobody does, this is like the fifth time the we've calls. said it today, nobody does the actual communication. If you want to have an unfair advantage in the marketplace, which is all what all of you should be you know, longing for, it is doing the real work of real estate, which is having conversations with decision-making adults. Isn't that fascinating how simple it is? Why is it that when Julie are, and I are repetitively telling you that that's what gives you the advantage in the marketplace, why is it that your first reaction is, I'm not doing that. I'm looking for the easy button. I'm looking to send a video. I'm going to send them a postcard that some auto pin wrote for me. I'm going to just you know build a social media campaign around my centers of influence and past clients. Why is it that all of you rush to not doing the real work? You need to address that within yourself. You need to ask yourself why you're avoiding it. But I'll answer the question for you. It's because it's not because you don't have time. Okay, that's BS. You have the time. Agree. It's easy. Julie said five contacts a day. So that isn't it. What is it really? Is it because you are not skilled enough or know what to say and how to say it? Because you're worried that you're going to come off as desperate. You're worried that you're going to, especially centers of influence and past clients. What will they think of me if I call them? What will they think of me if I bring up, you know, real estate? Will they think that I'm some sort of, you know, uh, white belted, you know, whatever your worst vision of a horrible salesperson is? That's what your mind fills your head with, all these fear-based things. But that is not how people think at all when what you're saying is designed to be a value and be of service to them. That's the reason, for example, I gave this script a couple seconds ago. All of our scripts are written that way. All of our scripts are designed so that you don't overtly come off as a pushy salesperson. So you're you being you. Like, you know, for example, you know, Julie and I are gearing up to go to the gym. We don't buy and sell real estate anymore except for ourselves. But when we're there, I guarantee you we're going to have real estate conversations because people yep. know that we're in the real estate industry sort of, you know, third That's degree. our wheelhouse. So That's they like to wheel- talk to us about so it. So they like to talk. They bring it up to us. We don't even bring it up to them anyway, anymore. Yes, but they bring it up to us because we first answered the question, what do you do? Right. right? We had, you have to have those initial conversations. And I would also add to this, Tim, if you struggle with real estate conversations, and that's probably why you are not doing the deals that you need to be doing, practice on your centers of influence. If you can't have a conversation about real estate with people who you already know, you're going to have a real tough time with anything colder than that, aren't you? So you're going to get better and better with every single conversation. It just takes starting this. And you know, if you're intimidated by this, do five calls today. Well, just start with that. But there's psychology involved as well. And this is the flip side to it. I haven't told this story in a long time, so I'll tell it now. When Julie and I sold real estate in New Albany, Ohio, we were involved in the community. In retrospect, we could have been way more involved, right? Sure. Of course. Um, but we were involved in the community. We One of the you know different uh, charity things, different this is and the other things. Mm-hmm. But one of the best sources of business from us was the local Starbucks, believe it or not. <laughs> because true. the gal that ran the local Starbucks, the manager was a, we sold her a condo or one of our buyer's agents sold her a condo. So she always, and there was a line in the Starbucks. Mm-hmm. If you guys are in New Albany, in the New Albany Country Club area, you know what I'm talking about. 
the way that the deal is situated is that if there's more than five people, there's a line going out the door. So most days there was a line going out the door. And Julie and I always made a point of being in line when the line was the longest because then we knew we could have the most conversations. And Tristam, what's her name was, mm-hmm. she would always, even if she saw us as being the 20th person in line, would always shout out, I mean, not every day, but pretty much every day, hey, Tim and Julie. And then she would spike a conversation about real estate. And then sure enough, people in line. How's real estate? I know. It was hilarious. She she was, it was great. All right. Now, why am I telling you this? Because almost in line every single, almost every day that we were in line, there was a local, it was car insurance agency. Mm -hmm. And it was a father and a son. And they were in line with us at the same time. And we would see these guys at at different social occasions and whatever. Now, the whole time we sold real estate there, the whole time we lived there, not once. Matter of fact, Julie was uh, doing a swim class or something with one of them. Not once did they bring up real, uh, us helping them with insurance leads. Not once. Now, why am I telling you that? Because here is what we learned from our own behavior, um, from our own way of thinking that we now pass along to you. So I don't know how many years did we live there. Almost 10? Mm-hmm. Okay. So for the first year or two or three that we knew they were insurance people, they knew we were real estate people, they were selling residential policies. It wasn't commercial. So our clients should have been their clients. Homeowners insurance, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of our deals were reloads. So yeah. these people had no rich, local. Yep. Yeah. All right. So they would never ask us for business. They didn't bring it up once. And I didn't really think of it for, you know, maybe the first year or two because we had relationships and we had everything was fine. But then it was weird. Then we found our brains. We didn't consciously think this. We just noted our brains started to think of them differently because they never asked us for business. We then started to convince ourselves. And again, we now can say this looking back, uh, you know, years later, we can now see how we started to think differently of them because they never asked us for business. Then we started thinking, well, Maybe they don't like us. Right. I mean, it's possible, I guess. I mean, yeah. you know, they don't, they're not asking. And then we started avoiding them. We wouldn't even make eye contact. It became we, awkward at some we, point. It totally was awkward. Yeah. We figured after a year or two, and these people clearly don't want to do business with us. Maybe some, you know, maybe we smell funny. I don't know what it is. All right. Then more time passed. And then what we came to the realization was it, it was because, frankly, they were just being lazy. And that was the last, that was as we were, you know, phasing out of real estate, phasing into coaching full-time. But then we realized they just were lazy. They were afraid to ask us for business. They were afraid to approach us. They were afraid to hear us reject them because we would say we already have relationships. They were afraid, afraid, afraid. That was an unbelievably powerful lesson for us to pass along to you. And frankly, for us to internalize so we weren't making that same mistake. So our subconscious brains went from uh, okay, well, they sort of should have asked us for business too. They must not like us. That's the reason they asked us for business. To the third phase was they're just too busy. They're too lazy. They're too arrogant. They're too all bad things, right? Your clients, your centers of influence and past clients, the people you see every day in your life are thinking the exact same thing about you. And you're thinking the exact same thing about other people like I just shared with you mm-hmm. that we thought about them at some level, at some degree. I'm being extra dramatic to try to make a point. Yeah, but it's even worse with real estate because they may think that you don't sell in their price range, that you're too busy for them, that, oh, here's one, you're not even in real estate anymore because you haven't talked about it for you a while. Must... And it makes them nervous. They don't want to bring it up because maybe you're not that good at it and, and you don't want to, they don't want to embarrass you. Stop being a secret agent. 
Secret agents have skinny kids. You are in the real estate business. People expect you to talk about real estate. People expect you to talk about real estate with them. It's weird if you don't. It is. And you create <laughs> animosity. You create all these sort of no good thoughts about you comes as a result of you not mentioning real estate to people. Now, should you be going up to strangers and slapping your business card up against their forehead? <laughs> when do you plan on moving? And ask, no, of course no. not. We want you to be you being you where you're going to naturally and organically talk about real estate. That's what we coach you to do in our real in uh, premier coaching. That's what we, we want you to use our scripts, use our 12 month center of influence and past client uh, lead generation plan that's concluded in premier coaching. The link to join is below. Julie, next point. Next point is number six, decide which client appreciation events you will commit to and perfect. We're going to present those tomorrow. Decide if those will be monthly, quarterly, or yearly. Some of my coaching clients are doing bi-weekly uh, small events. More on that again on tomorrow's podcast. And of course, it is also included in Premier Coaching. Now, you mentioned point number seven about yeah. talking to people, but go ahead. Point number seven is the most important point of all the points we presented in the last two days, aside from the one yesterday where we were exposing to them that in essence, 90% of all business is going to come from mm -hmm. a, a first degree or second degree referral from a trusted friend or advisor. Point number seven will save so many of your bacons, <laughs> you will not believe it. And guess what? We're not going to make you wait for tomorrow. Point number seven. Point number seven, learn and use the Ford, F-O-R-D, memory jogger for your conversations. Ford stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. These topics frame your conversations and make it much easier for you to ask for business in a natural, conversational manner. As Tim just said, be yourself first, be yourself talking about real estate second. This uh, format, Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams, keeps your ego at bay and it makes the discussion all about the person you're talking to. Real estate will come up on its own and you'll always remember to ask, who do you know who could use my help buying or selling real estate? We've done a ton of past podcasts on that. Yes. We didn't think of Ford. I don't know who actually did. It works um, great though. You and I do it naturally now. Anytime we meet somebody, we don't even think about it. It works really, really well. I also, I see Zoe doing it sometimes yeah. too. It's a great technique. It's not a formal script as in, you know, question one, question two, question three. It's more of a conversation format and outline to keep you focused on the other person and to give you some talking points. The last thing anyone wants to, so let me frame, reframe this. The, everyone's favorite topic is themselves. And what mm -hmm. Ford does and what it's designed to do is make it so the conversation is focused on them. If you want to know how, if you want to know how to make lots and lots and lots and lots of friends, um, never talk about yourself. Always ask questions about them. And you're going, some of you are going to be so out of practice or never learned how to do this in the first place, but that's okay. You can learn it now. Just remember the first thing that everyone wants to talk about is their family. How long have you lived here? You know, are, when did you, just differing things depending on your community. When, where Julie and I originally started selling real estate, people were born and raised from there. They're always there. So you can ask questions that might have to do with generations of people that have lived there. Sure. And even recreation, you know, you can always ask somebody, what was the best thing that you and your family did on spring break or over the summer? What are you most looking forward to in this holiday season? Those are recreation questions. But it goes family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Now your occupation, like for example, if you're talking to, uh, you know, f the family topic for most people is going to be the whole conversation. Like True. if you're going to meet them at a party or meet them while you're walking your dog or whatever, it's going to be family, family. And then it might meander into occupation. Occupation is sometimes something that will be a very long winded conversation. I'll tell you where you're going to find that men talking to men. They love to talk about what they do. Yep. So if you talk, if you want to, if you're a guy or a gal and you want to make somebody absolutely positively have favorable thoughts about you forever, um, 
and just focus on occupation. Some ladies, but for the most part, ladies like to talk about family primarily. You focus on those things with most people, and you're going to discover that they will want to gravitate towards you. They're going to see you Mm -hmm. in a crowded room, and for some reason, you're going to have this magnetic pull where they're going to want to come over and talk to you. Why? Because the last time they talked to you, you asked them questions. You made them feel important because you showed sincere interest in their family, their occupation, their recreation, and their dreams. That is one of the most powerful ways Mm -hmm. that you can actually be you, you know, as a successful real estate agent where you're not going to, frankly, ever be in a position where people are going to look at you and think, yuck, or double yuck. Or they're just coming at me to see when I'm going to move. Right. You know, you're not going to do that. And I I see you do that, especially with your guy friends at the gym, you know, um, where you've had some of these conversations. Like even Manuel, our, our, you know, kettlebell trainer guy, right? Because you ask him, how are your classes going? How is business? And he always comes over and says hi to you. He always fist bumps you. He always asks something about how we're doing. These are great organic conversations. You guys have to get better at talking about real estate if you want to be practicing real estate. But if you want them to want to do business with you, the way you make them want to do business with you is you make them uh, like you. The way you make them like you is you ask them questions about them and don't talk about yourself. About them. And I realize that that's kind of uh, feels awkward because the natural give and take in communication, especially in the United States, is I talk about me, you talk about you. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But remember what I just told you. Nobody wants to hear anything about you. They want to talk about themselves. And if you want them to like you, let alone love you, let alone want to actually send business to you, you're going to have to make them so that you make them feel good every time you talk with them. And that is something that Julie and I both have, we actually practice that with everybody Mm -hmm. we ever meet because it is fun to have these, uh, you know, it's fun to see what people's reactions are. You can see somebody who's having a crappy day. We do this with Zoe, frankly. Mm -hmm. They're in a bad mood. And you get them to start talking about something that they like to talk about and their whole attitude changes. So in that interaction with you, you've changed their emotional and even oftentimes their physical state. You don't think that you've permanently implanted yourself in their psyche as somebody that they actually enjoy being around. Of course you have. Well, and you can have a lot more fun with this to get yourself better at these conversations, which eventually do lead to real estate. I do think that this is one good thing for social media. I've been trying to, um, on purpose, because it's kind of fun and it makes the relationship uh, better. I look for things like if I run into somebody at the school drop-off, I'm going to say, oh my gosh, Katie, that was like the cutest back-to-school picture I have ever seen. Your two boys were just smiling from ear to ear. How did you get you know, able to snap that picture? And she's going to be beside herself that I noticed, that I paid attention, that I'm complimenting and her. And you're being sincere. And I'm being sincere. Um, One of our friends at the gym, I said, you know, you're one of the only people that you're always smiling. I've really noticed that about you, and I need to absorb some of that energy. Who? Uh, It was one of the the girl from New Jersey. I can't think. Alicia from New Jersey. Oh, I know who. Yes. We're trying to recruit her for EXP. That's right. But I didn't didn't lead with that, did I? Yeah. No. I want to be friends with her, you know, authentically first. And then, of course, naturally, we're going to talk about real estate. She has a real estate license. She relocated from New Jersey. Of course, that's going to come up, but I'm not going to be in her face about that. And by the way, if you guys are looking to upgrade your brokerage experience, Alicia, are you listening? I think you are. It's time for you to move up and uh, consider joining with Julie Knight, EXP Realty. If you're ready to join now and you're looking for to land the plane, you can text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512 758 
If you're looking for more information about EXP and why you'd want to join with Julie and I, you can take the next natural step and text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. And when you do, we'll text you back a link where you can join or where you can learn all about why so many agents are joining with Julie and I at EXP Realty. Remember when texting, message and data rates may apply. So I hope you guys take all seven points and implement them. We talked about calling regularly. We talked about making it part of your daily standards. We talked about how to be sending important videos to your database as a supplement, not instead of. We talked about how to use social media to have better conversations. And tomorrow we're going to talk about client appreciation events. Many of you have asked. I saw that posted on our Members Only Facebook page. So we are going to honor that and give you the full 12-month repeat and referral real estate lead cash flow machine event schedule suggestions. We don't expect you to do one every single month, although you could. We're going to give you some ideas of what to implement. Many of those uh, things that we're going to talk about are either free or highly inexpensive and super easy to implement. They're also a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. That's right. You guys stay tuned. Stay. Uh, go back and listen to part one if you... if. This is obviously part two of this topic. Listen to part one. It was yesterday. In the meantime, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.